public sex is fucking hot. I did not plan to say any of this on microphone. <laughs> Hello. Hi everyone, it is Cass and Cord and we are back at it again with another episode of Uncensorship. Back at it again. Good morning, how are we? 6am, I'm on to my second coffee. We are, because it is, for everyone who doesn't know where we are, we are in Logan and we are rained in at the moment. Yeah. It is non-stop raining, yeah. it's flooding in parts of yeah. Australia and yeah. this just makes us want to be curled up in bed. To make it even worse... <laughs> I tripped my lights this morning, so we're sitting here in a dark room at 6am. With, like, the lights shining up on our faces like we're about to tell a horror story or something. Like, join us around a campfire. Like, no, this is really eerie and scary looking at you right now because Courtney's got the light on her I don't have the light on her I I don't want those shadows (laughs) I feel like I just showed my age as well I was like the light is shining from our mobile instead of just phone yeah our mobile does anyone call them mobiles anymore I don't know phone it's a it's a phone it's a phone it's a phone yeah Yeah. let me just sip on my coffee (laughs) (laughs) let's let Courtney wake up for a second oh my god how was your week, Cass? <laughs> Let me drink my coffee while you speak. Go. So, look, my week's been very interesting indeed. Um, a lot of those opportunities that I've spoken about in the past that were sort of presenting themselves have come to fruition. Nice, and nice. basically what's been happening with me is I quit my job. Nice. I had another job lined up, which was great. Um, and then I quit that job because I got another job. Nice. Nothing like options. Nothing like (laughs) options. So it was really interesting saying to work, you know, oh, I quit, rah, rah, giving them my notice. And even that was crazy. So I quit my job, um, put in my four weeks notice. And the day after I quit, I go to the letterbox. What's in the letterbox? I've got a letter officially, so it's the second step here officially summoning uh, summoning me i can't even speak yet it's too early um to jury duty so i was like oh look by the way guys in the middle of that four week period where i'm leaving Mm -hmm. i'm actually going to be at jury duty for potentially up to two weeks Mm -hmm. so that was very interesting because try planning your last four weeks at work and then two weeks of it you're literally on call so for anyone who doesn't know the way that jury duty works like you get a letter first it's it's so shit you get a letter first saying your name's been picked out of the ballot and then you can either get out of it if like you meet certain criteria to get out of it or your work can write you a letter yeah i didn't get a letter written for me they were like oh there's no reason for you not to do it this is obviously prior to me quitting yeah and so nothing happened and now i've officially been summoned so it's really hard to plan your last four weeks at work and know that you could be summoned for jury duty for up to two weeks during that time. Mm. So I smashed everything out in the first week that I resigned because I wanted to make sure that if I got chosen and was there for like a two week period, I could still, you know, everything was wrapped mm. up in a nice little bow. Mm-hmm. Then each day goes by and I'm checking at 5 p.m. and I'm still not called. I'm still not called. I'm still not needed. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on. Surely yeah. you know how many court cases they are. You know when like a certain jury number is going to be needed before you even like accept them onto the court case and all that sort of stuff. So eventually in the second week of it, my name got called and nice. I've gone into the courthouse and I sat there for a couple of hours and... The judge dismissed the case. I didn't even get to go into the courtroom (laughs) to be like chosen or objected. And that seems like the cruelest, harshest thing that I have ever like 
I don't know, come Let across. Let us waste your time. So <laughs> what they do is get you into the courtroom and then your name gets called and you walk up in front of the judge and in front of like the lawyers and your mm-hmm. um, panel and whatever. And literally they just look at you and either go accept or they can challenge you. Mm-hmm. And if they challenge you, that means we don't want you, sit your ass back down. Gotcha. What criteria? <laughs> What criteria? If they go, I object or like yeah. challenge or whatever, yeah. what criteria do they have to turn you away? I don't know. Is it my hair? Is it the way that I'm dressed? Yeah. And obviously you like sus. you can't say that, but yeah. Yeah. It's You're literally from Logan. just, you look sus. it's based off the way, well, everyone's from Logan. It was yeah, the Beanley courthouse. <laughs> you all look sus. That's why the we case all is dismissed. <laughs> like we want nobody, nobody here works. Yeah. So that seems so harsh, but yeah, I had that. And then, yeah, I accepted a job. I had to quit that job because I got a much better opportunity that I'm really looking forward to. And it's just been a bit crazy lately. So now that it's raining, I just want to be back in bed and curled up in a ball and watching movies. Yeah, fair. How's your week been? Yeah, look, it's been stressful as fuck. (laughs) So... For those that don't know, um, I had my engagement party on the weekend yes. and it was fucking amazing. We had such an amazing fucking time, mm. but the lead up to it was probably the most stressed I've been in a very long time. Yep. So we were supposed to have our engagement party on a beautiful rooftop in Kangaroo Point, which had no roof on it. Yeah. So no coverage. And yep. as Cass just mentioned, it's been torrential raining for the past few days. So... We had to kind of make a call of we either cancel it or we move venue. So we were two days out and we decided to move the venue to our house, which is fine. Like we have plenty of room. It was just the everything like mum and I planned this a month beforehand at the kangaroo point. We had everything set up. We had everything planned out. And then you go from like being organized for a month to then two days beforehand trying to fucking get everything sorted, get your house looking pretty, like just doing fucking everything. And holy shit, (laughs) it was so stressful and like exhausting. The day beforehand, Jordan and I like we'd finished doing everything and then we just slept for what felt like days. And it turned out to be wonderful, but yeah, I can it was just a beautiful strongly night. suggest, guys, don't try to plan something like two <laughs> days beforehand. Like there's definitely, you know, emergencies happen and all this stuff, which yeah. is kind of what happened to us. But yeah. it turned out amazing and we were so happy. We had yeah. such a great night. And it hardly rained. Like it did rain in bits and pieces it and everything like that. It rained a little like bit, that, which I was happy with because the It rain... made it worthwhile moving venue yes. in the first place. Otherwise yes. that wouldn't have been a good yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> the rain made me feel better that we yeah. had moved it but it didn't rain so much that it was shit yeah whereas literally the day afterwards it fucking poured Poured. down and we had so many gazebos set up and everything like that and i went downstairs just to kind of suss it all out and it was all wet because it was that pouring and windy and constant that the rain was just coming in and i was like this would have been shit yeah you know so we kind of lucked out we had like kind of best of both worlds like we were okay yep it rained a little bit i feel better now but like okay then it fucked off and we just had a great night yeah so no, it was it was a stressful week, but it was good. We got through there, and I'm and looking it was forward a to a chill week. Beautiful <laughs> night. It was such a beautiful night. These yeah. guys went overboard with the decorations, and it was just lights. so <laughs> stunning. Fairy lights literally everywhere. It just felt magical. Yeah. I don't know what it is about fairy lights, oh, but the second man. you add fairy lights to something, yeah. 
Magic. If you ever need like a, a last minute thing, yeah. definitely just throw as many fairy lights over everything. We had fairy lights on the ceiling. We had fairy yeah. lights under gazebos. We had fairy lights in the trees. Yeah. Like it just does make it a bit more magical. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a cute mood lighting at nighttime. Yeah. Ambience. Ambiance. Ambiance. Yes. The uh, only thing that was uh, a bit ooh. crazy was my dog. <laughs> And then it rained and then there's just a wet, like we've told you before that my dog is a pocket rocket. So imagine now a wet pocket rocket running around. Who wants everyone's attention. Who wants, she just loves love. There's so many people. There's so many people to love her. Yes. Yes. And uh, we didn't even bother feeding her dinner because when people come over, they just feed, which we totally get. And that's fine. People feed her food. Yep. Um, But we didn't even need to feed her dinner, which was great. And she didn't even eat breakfast. She died the next day. Me and her the next day were both in bed and she was just dead. Yep dead the poor thing it was fantastic at least she got lots of loving so <laughs> exactly and at least like she was that exhausted that we didn't have to kind of wear her out the next day yeah it kind of took her like two days to recover and that's how long it took me to recover i'm yeah. old now <laughs> i can't handle these kind of hangovers no is it? no no it's not great so because it's been raining i have been watching a lot of netflix right now and i'm oh. going through like new tv series trying to find things to watch and not watch and all that sort of yum, stuff yum. so i started watching Jim and Georgia. Yes, how good. Love it. So good. Love it so much. Obviously, like, it's very, there's a lot that goes on in this show and it's very dramatized and all that sort of stuff. But there was one scene that really, like, stuck out with me from the start. Yeah. And Ginny has, like, this boy, the next door neighbor boy, and, like, he comes over and he comes into her room and there's a bit of sexual tension and then, boom, they just end up having sex. Yeah. Right? And, sorry, spoiler alert. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Sorry, someone has sex in a TV show. Shocker, right? But I really want to talk about this for a second because that happened and it was so spontaneous and all this sort of stuff, but it was her first time. Mm Spoiler alert, it was his first time as well. But you don't know that. But you don't time. know that. You make, so, he makes it seem like it wasn't his first time. Exactly. He mm. like comes into it and he's so confident yeah. and it just naturally happens, a natural yeah. flow. Like they do have that sort of consent check, yeah. which yes. is really nice to see them portray that in a TV show these days. But I liked it because if I think back to everything that you have in your mind about what your first time is going to be like, why do we hype that up as much as our wedding day? Mm. Our wedding day is something you can actually plan to make magical. Yeah. First time that you have sex and you lose your virginity, it doesn't matter like what you have in your head unless you are the one that's fully orchestrated it. And if you yeah. like, it's just not going to work out the same way as what you have in your head. And yeah. even if you, yeah, you do everything it's still not as magical at the end of the day. And I feel like TV shows and movies all this time have hyped it up that it's like this big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. And for once a TV show was actually showing that. And I was just like, yes, thank you. This is what we need because it just gets so built up. And like, don't get me wrong. It is a huge step in your life when you like go and make that move and decide that this is the person that you want to lose your virginity to and all that sort of stuff. But thank you to them for actually just not hyping it up in that one scene and going, hey, it's not that magical for everyone. She apparently had a great time during it and so did he. But, you know, it's not this big, crazy thing. No. And people need to, like, understand that. Yeah. I feel like it's different as well. Like, 
And I'll ask you a question, but I feel Mm. like it's different with where you are in your relationships. And like, Mm. yeah, if it is both of your first times or just one first time, like I feel like that can totally throw things off as well. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like you've spoken about it before, like Mm. you and Michael Chachi have only had each other, which is absolutely (laughs) fantastic. Did you guys try to make it special because it was both of your first times? We like, definitely was there a did. set up and a plan? But that's it. Like, I think it was different because we were each other's first proper boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so we, when we started dating, we obviously weren't prepared for that. We're still navigating, like, kissing properly and all yeah. that sort of stuff and getting to know each other. So we had that whole build up to being ready as individuals and a couple to have sex sort of thing. So it was definitely, we were having the conversations in a sense about, you know, are you ready? Is this what you want? So it was all very consensual when it happened. But I think that was, it worked well because we were in the relationship. It wasn't something like in the TV show where they hardly knew each other, the sexual um, tension and boom, they've had sex sort of thing. So for us, because we were sort of planning it and going, okay, like, maybe tonight's the night sort of thing. We were able to do like a couple of things to make it really special, but you also are like mentally aware that this is coming and this is what you're going to do. And so you can build it up in your head a bit and all that sort of stuff. But like once you're in the act, once you're Mm -hmm. doing it sort of thing, you both don't know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So we were virgins. We lost our virginity to each other and Mm -hmm. we've never been with anyone else since. And it's been great. So kudos to church because he obviously knows what he's doing sort of thing. Um, But yeah, I think once you're in the act and doing it for the first time, you sort of go, why have I built this up so much? And you are going to fumble around a bit and things are going to be awkward, but I think it depends on your partner and if you can laugh things off and then just still have a good time and roll with it literally. Yeah. It's so different sort of thing compared to, yeah, what they showed in the TV show where it was just this, boom, it happened and then walked away and they didn't have time to make it super magical or anything like that. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's very interesting. Yeah. What was your first time like? (laughs) I feel like I can talk about it because I finally told my mum the other day. Hey. um, My mum and I love a wine chat. Yes. And um, we finally talked about that. And it's really weird because my sister, hello, Georgia, she is 16. Um, Well, she's turning 16 this year. Mm. And I feel like she's starting to think about that stuff like not think about it but she's getting old enough now and like the younger generation they are so much more mature than I definitely was at that age they Mm. know so much more than I probably still do yeah um no so my first time was not magical in any way shape or form (laughs) um I was dating a guy who was a year older than me Mm -hmm. and he had had sex before so I think I was his fourth, I think he said. Um, So he definitely did not try to make it special whatsoever. Um, Look, to be completely blunt, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to regret saying this on a podcast. um, It was on a park bench after our year 12 formal. Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't special. It wasn't anything. Not saying I regret it. It was just like me and him had been dating for nine to 10 months. So like, and we continued to date for three years after that. So he was definitely my first boyfriend, like my first serious real boyfriend. So I definitely don't regret it at all. Mm. It just... 
happened and yeah. that's where it's like your first time it doesn't have to be magical yeah and probability wise it's probably not gonna be magical like yeah. i'd love to know if you know right in if you did have you know that the magical, magical candles, candles and rose petals <laughs> and you know it wasn't really set up and all this stuff but yeah. it hurts it's awkward mm. um i think a lot of people don't talk about the fact that it hurts like yeah. well it hurt me you know it was yeah. it was my first time and yeah but then was... does that make a difference as well because he knew what he was doing was he gentle or did he no. know and he just went for it sort of he thing and then is it. that why it hurt as well because he yeah. wasn't gentle and, and we were drunk and it wasn't yeah. you know it wasn't good but yeah. it did not that it was bad but I don't think any first time can be great you know yeah. like since then obviously I've matured and I have I've had great sex since yeah um it definitely like yeah your first time you don't know what the fuck you're doing no. and even if you do have someone that does know what they're doing they probably don't care anymore because it's not their first time yeah so they're not as gentle they're not as thoughtful yeah um and that's just life I yeah. guess and it's awkward because when you now picture yourself having a kid and yeah. they get to that stage of, okay, yeah. you know, I'm ready to have sex. Like, I, not that I'm embarrassed about my first time, but yeah. I'm totally just going to be completely honest with my kid. And even for my sister, like, yeah, hopefully she asked me before she listens to this. But <laughs> if she ever just asked me to talk about it, I'd be so open because yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Like, that was my decision. And... Yeah. yeah, like that's life. Life just kind of happens. Well, I guess that was another element. So this girl and her mum have a great relationship where they're super close, apparently, tell each other everything. Yeah. And she didn't tell her mum because yeah. obviously, like, it was so spontaneous. And then she was like, oh, and the mum's always like, come to me before you have sex and come yeah. to me before you want to have sex. But that just happened so spontaneously. There yeah. was literally no chance for her to, like, she could have just been like, oh, she, there's no way she's going to be like, stop you. Yeah. I'm going to go downstairs and tell, tell my, my mom. mom that we're going to have sex. That's obviously yeah. not going to happen. So then yeah. she didn't know how to tell her mom and all that sort of stuff. Um, I guess, like, for me, I knew it was coming. So yeah. I had a really good, I have a really good relationship with my mom. And I was actually able to go to her and say, hey, look, I think something might happen soon Um, and sort of had a bit of that awkward chat with my mum of, hey, this is what's happening. Um, But they knew Chach and they knew how amazing he's been to me. We were always friends for ages, so it was inevitable that we were going to get together sort of thing. They were literally just waiting for it to happen. And so when I went to my mum, she's like, okay, cool, let's go get you on the pill and is there any questions that you have for me and all that sort of stuff. Mm. So I didn't. I was like, oh, my God, mum, no. I know what I'm doing. I don't. I hadn't even watched porn at that stage or anything like that. I had the general gist of what goes on and then I educated myself from there. I'm not going to talk to mum about anything else. But for me, at least I was able to have that conversation, I guess, of, hey, I want to go on the pill. So I felt good being able to do that. But I know a lot of people don't have someone to turn to for that sort of thing. And a lot of girls, when it was that sort of age and everyone's starting to have sex and all that sort of stuff, I know quite a few of my friends just took themselves to the doctors and got a prescription for the pill and all that sort of stuff from there because they didn't want to tell their family, but they still wanted to be safe. And I wouldn't personally have known how to do that. I wouldn't have known that I could just go to the doctors myself and yeah. ask for the pill or anything like that. So yeah. that was a whole other thing in its own as well. And yeah. not something that people really talk about either. Yeah. And if it is spontaneous like that, does the guy just always have a condom in him? Like, does yeah. it, does a girl, is a girl supposed to have it these days well, see, as well? Is it like the equal part sort of thing? thing? And that's where I don't know expectations now, but mm. like expectations back then. So I remember I got on the pill for my skin. So I never really had the chat with my mom that, 
you know, hey, we're getting yeah. serious, we're getting ready. I kind of just thought she would assume mm. she also did not like him. So mm. there wasn't like a sit down chat because I knew she didn't like him. So I yeah. was like, well, I'm not really going to talk to you about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember back then as well, like, I don't think, I don't know if it's because we didn't have a chat, but I was very loosey goosey with contraception, which is mm. not a great thing. Please, for the love of God, guys. <laughs> Luckily, I did not have a teenage pregnancy. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but if no. you don't want one, yeah. make sure you have contraception. So yeah. I was on the pill, but I was very like, I was just dumb. You know, yeah. I was just dumb. I would forget to take it and blah, blah, blah. And I would tell him that. So I'd be like, hey, look, you know, I haven't been great with my pill. Yeah. Uh, do you have a condom? And he basically always refused to use condoms. Like he didn't like them. He would never buy mm. them. I would never buy them either. But then what ended up happening is I would always have to go to the chemist the next day and get the... Plan B? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. What's it called? I don't know. The It's like the emergency contraceptive pill. But yeah. it's basically... Oh, the morning after pill. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. So I can't even tell you how many times I took that pill. Like yeah. it was pretty bad. And I later did my research and that can kind of fuck you up downstairs, which is yeah. wonderful. <laughs> so definitely my advice would be to be prepared with yeah. your contraception. So if he doesn't like a condom and guys and girls like talking about my uh, past, mm. I always did stuff for men, even if I didn't want to. And I'm not saying it wasn't consensual, but yeah. I just did stuff because I wanted to make the men happy, which is what, you know, yeah. I've always done in my past. Yeah. And, so you um, might not have always been ready for something yeah. or wanted to do it, but you're like, oh, fuck it. It'll make them happy. I'll just do it. Sort exactly. Of thing. And that's the same with like, yeah. And then the next day I'm the one having to go into the fucking chemist and buy this pill. And it was embarrassing yeah. and I was young and I didn't yeah. like doing it, but I fucking did it anyway. Cause it made him happy. I was going to say, did he go with you to get that pill as well? Mm, sometimes most of the time it was me by myself yeah yeah um but if a guy is saying he doesn't like to wear condoms or he doesn't have condoms have condoms on you and make it a non-fucking negotiable if yeah. that's something you want to use yeah you know it's not a one-way street here no you know, exactly it's two ways and yeah. if you don't want to get pregnant and you know if even if you are on the pill or whatever yeah fucking contraception like condoms are not that bad no they're really not. No. So just whack it on and be safe and enjoy. <laughs> really though, enjoy. Yeah. Like, but that's, I feel like you can enjoy it more when you know you are being safe. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. And then it just makes me think about, you know, obviously I've only ever been with Chachi. So we have been able to grow together and I guess you have a whole different sort of communication where you go, mm. hey, I'm trying to find out what I like sexually mm. as well. And that's what I don't understand about this day and age with Tinder dating and everyone's just sort of, mm. not that everyone's sleeping around, but you know, everyone is just meeting up with people for like a one night stand. To yep. me, that blows my mind because I don't understand <laughs> how the one night stand works because once you've had sex quite a few times, you know what you like and you don't yeah. like because you've had that chance to experiment. Yep. But how does it work with a one night stand and why are they so attractive? Because you don't know this person. It's going to be, I imagine it's going to be slightly awkward because you don't know each other's sexual preferences. So if you're a girl and you like to be choked and you're like, oh, choke me, but he doesn't like to be dominant or anything mm. like that, or he's not into that. Mm-hmm. Are you just straight up going to have a bad time now because you're not going to have sex the way that you want? Probably. Or do you still find a way to like get around it? Or is mm. there a just no chat, root and boot, go sort of thing? Yeah. Like that's cool if that's like what you're into, but also if you can have good sex, why are you not having good sex? Well, I feel like the key to a one night stand and not that I've had one, but 
alcohol is usually involved. Yes. So yeah. I feel like the alcohol takes the awkwardness out of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're suddenly so much more confident the second yes. that you're under the influence. Oh, Don't recommend that absolutely. at all. But yeah, absolutely. You know? And like, you're probably that drunk that you are like, choke me. Yeah. You know? And yeah. and I feel like you don't have to have, like, if you have a thing that you like, you can still enjoy sex without it. Yeah, that's like, very you true. Like, you know, like, sex is sex. At the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and if they slightly know what they're doing, hopefully it should be at least somewhat good. Yeah. yeah. I have to ask, is there any time that mm. you've almost been caught in the act? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> She just like tortoise shelled into like her shirt. <laughs> oh, <no>. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've told Chachi this and he died. Oh um, my god. <laughs> we've had sex like in the same room as you guys. <laughs> Can we talk about that as well for a second, okay? Like <laughs> Can we understand? Courtney, you are my best friend. You are dating my brother-in-law, okay? He is my family. He is my brother. I've got Chachi. Me and Chachi are perfectly asleep. Maybe we might have made out. Maybe we might just like do a little grabbing here and there. But we're not having sex in the same room, okay? okay but no Courtney goes you know what it'll be so hot to have sex with like our best like my best friend and your brother in the room yeah let's go what what again and look I want you to be happy but at the same time I probably could have done without that knowledge. Probably. I just probably. I don't know why I told you that. I think I was drunk one time and I was, we were talking about sex or whatever. And I was like, hey, it's because you, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> we don't keep anything from each other. So <laughs> that's the one thing that you'd obviously get from me. And yeah. then you're just like, you know what? No more secrets. Hey, yeah. I slept with Jordan yeah. in the same room as you. Yeah. Look, it was yeah. after a party and we were all crashing. There was obviously alcohol involved <laughs> and uh, we were pretty freshly dating too so I feel like mm. as well when you're freshly dating like you're horny Honeymoon fuck, stage. Like, again you're yeah you know he is and again congrats to you but he's the best sex of my life so I feel like once you've discovered that you're like okay well hence why me. you marry them yeah just like, like no one else give me no one else gets that yeah Sorry, no no I <laughs> so yeah I think um yeah, we were a bit like bunnies back then, but you're welcome. We didn't wake you, did we? No. Obviously not. Thank <laughs> God. I can't imagine <laughs> what that conversation would have been in the morning. I don't even know what I would have done in that situation if I woke would up. Would you mid- have let us finish or would you have woken up and been like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I probably would have made it awkward as fuck just to be like, what the fuck sort of thing. Like, there is no way I'm going to let you guys finish and enjoy yourself and then awkwardly be like, hey, Courtney, only because it's joy. In, basically my brother okay I'm wedding, I'm I don't like need to hear right that like not that I want to hear you getting off with anyone in general but at least if it was someone that not that I don't know but someone that I'm not in some sort of way yeah. maridly related to yeah, I would have been like you know what she can go for it she can finish and I'll fist bump her in the morning sort of thing <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. Like I I definitely would have interrupted in like the moment if I woke up, I would have interrupted and you know, Chacha would have as well. And it would have been awkward as fuck, but he would have have scared you guys in the middle of it. Yeah. That's what he would have done. You're welcome. Look, we haven't done it since. It was just that one time. Oh yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't believe her for one second at all. <laughs> I'm ever going to 
tell you again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there you go. There you go. Hence why I did not believe her. She's just had the light bulb moment that, yes, there was a second time that they have had sex while me and Chachi are asleep in the room. She's snorting, guys. We've got the snort out. She's realized that this has happened. Yep. I don't even want to tell you that story. Tell me. Fuck it. We've gone this far. <laughs> Clearly, you guys are great at having quiet sex. Let's just throw that out there. So, um, remember? Go on, say it into the mic. Can you kill me? <laughs> remember that one time you had a birthday up in the mountains and your whole family and friends were involved? Oh my god. So my innocent, <laughs> my innocent weekend away for my birthday, my birthday weekend. They're having sex. And we no, must- that's fine. You guys can have sex and that's cool. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we were sleeping in the lounge room as well. Yeah. So if someone had walked out for like... Anyone. Me, there was multiple other couples as well as my mother. Like... <laughs> and we were sleeping in the lounge room. All I can think of now is... Remember that time that my mum oh, caught no. that girl walking away from like the... Yeah. And my mum yelled out, Sweetie, are you okay? Do you need any help? Do you want to come home? I feel like my mum would have walked out to that and just been like, are you two okay? Would you like a condom? Like she so would have been just like, oh my God, and made it awkward as fuck. That's where I get it from, my mum. I'm so sweaty right now. I'm (laughs) stressing hard. I did not plan to say any of this on microphone. I'm sorry to my mum. I'm sorry to my sister. I'm sorry to Jordan. (laughs) Welcome to Uncensorship, guys. Jesus. Um, anyway, can you please tell me an embarrassing story of you guys now so I feel slightly better? Well, look, I haven't had sex in the same room as you. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Have you guys ever been busted? Like, yes and no. Oh. So, again, it's all public sex yeah. because yeah. public sex is fucking hot. If it anyone is. says otherwise, I'm sorry, the risk of getting caught just makes it so much hotter and having to be quiet. Obviously, Courtney, you've affected being quiet. Um, but yeah, there's that. And so there was this one time, again, like we're still kind of young. We're still living at home sort of thing. And so we couldn't go home to have sex. Mm-hmm. Chachi's come and picked me up from work one day and we were just in the car park at work. We don't really think it through that much, obviously. And someone has actually come back to their parked car oh, no. directly next to our car. <laughs> which is rocking and all fogged up like what you see in movies when it's like rocking and all fogged up because this was a tiny little car this is back when Chachi used to drive this wasn't the woo was it it was the woo it was the woo he had a Dairy Lanos motherfucker okay and it was a little like orange bubble car and it was great and so yeah we we would have sex in that car pretty often and this is one time that We've then, like, we've heard the car unlock next to us and we froze. But what can you do? Yeah. They, they've they obviously approached the car in the first yeah. place. They know what is happening. The windows are all fogged. You yeah. can't really see who's in there or anything like that. But at least you, you have that going for you. At you least know. you had, like, a bit of privacy with the fogged up windows. Yeah, exactly. So even if they wanted to see, they you didn't see. But you still, like, like no. Yeah, the hand on the window and, like, scraped down. Yeah, look, there's definitely that. Um... I'm still blown away by your stories. (laughs) Oh, 
love that. Like, that's that's basically it. And then, yeah, just normal public sex. Like, we like to sneak off or we like to just have sex in mm. public. So we'll go camping with friends, but, you know, we'll walk away mm. because that's what most people do. They don't then yeah. do it in the same room. Courtney. Shut up! <laughs> there was one party where we walked away and went and found another driveway. <laughs> found another driveway. Found another driveway. I always think because then, because we, yeah, it was... It was kind of in the bushes in someone else's like front of their house. <laughs> and I was like, imagine like that poor person waking up and being like, oh, there's a possum outside, mummy. There's a hustle in the bushes. There's, there's a hustle in the bushes. Next minute. Hi. Good morning. But that's it. Public sex is great. And if you can sneak off from friends and then suddenly make your way back and come on, friends, if, if a couple has walked away and then they come back five minutes later or so, Everyone knows what's going on. Yeah. So if you haven't caught on to that, I feel sorry for you sort of thing because obviously yeah. they've just gone and done the nasty. And if you are not, then pointing that out to your friends and being like, yep. hey, yep. are you even friends? Well, I remember you came up to me at this said party <laughs> and you were like, oh, I know what you guys did. And I was like, how do you know? And and you were just like, look at the smile on Jordan's face. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> he, he was, was grinning he from was ear to ear. so happy. Obviously, you literally blew his mind. Let's say that. <laughs> Let's say that because there was no hiding it. So it was obviously the classic. Oh, They've walked back into the party and we're all like, oh, we know where you've been. <laughs> And Courtney's like, what? what do you no, mean? I don't know chat. what you're talking about. And then Jordan walks in like he is ready to <laughs> high five everyone sort of thing. He is just elated. And you know what? Good on him. Like, oh but Courtney's trying to be so sweet and innocent. And Jordan's oh just God. like fucking owned it. So this episode took a turn. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to go here. Guys. <laughs> From now on, guys, if you sneak off and your friends call you out, just be like, yeah, we fucking did because we have a healthy relationship mm-hmm. and we went for it and it was the best time of our lives and mm-hmm. high five everyone and let's stop making it so awkward because mm-hmm. you're allowed to have sex people oh you're allowed to have sex what and i'm like she's putting her hand up I, i'm I really do. nervous about this yeah one. i feel no it's a question that i'm just curious about and i feel like there's such like a again a build-up to it yeah wedding night sex yeah are you too tired Yes, because even like people our do not talk party, about this. No, people and that's don't what, talk about yeah. this, and I don't know why. But you yep. are so emotionally and physically exhausted after your wedding day. People do not understand. You don't understand yep. until you have actually had your wedding or an engagement party yep. or anything like that. You spend maybe like twenty minutes we were together up at, at five the altar a.m. that day, getting yeah. your hair and makeup done. Yeah, like you were up at five a.m. You guys went to bed. I think it was like midnight, past midnight. And like there is so much that goes on that day. Past and like, midnight. I remember buying like um, lingerie with you for the wedding night. And like, yes, yeah. you can still enjoy that after the wedding. But I didn't I even like... want to put it on. Exactly. I did not want to put it yes. on. It and was I... a struggle yeah. and a half enough to get out of my dress because yeah. it had <laughs> yeah. my dress. Okay, oh, it Michael was... would have had to do that. Yes. Yes. And he, he, the one thing he said to me was, this is a very beautiful dress and you look amazing, but why the fuck are there so many buttons? He has like zero patience, guys. And this thing was like, you know, the little buttons and the loops? Yeah. There was like 50 of them. 50. 50 yeah, of easy. them. So try just sitting there 
unromantically making sure that he doesn't just rip open your wedding dress because you kind of maybe want to wear it again one day with him and renew your vows or do a trash the dress like photo shoot or something so I was like please don't just rip it off yes we could have just like hiked up the skirt but again my dress was a very tight figure hugging skirt so you really just needed needed to be taken off off. and it needed to be taken off like you know, slowly sort of yeah. thing. So that was not romantic as well at all. You're already <laughs> emotionally and physically exhausted because yeah. you've spent 20 minutes together at the altar, then maybe an hour getting photos together. But even that, getting yeah. photos for your wedding day is not really that romantic, guys. Everyone thinks it's all lovey-dovey, rah, right? No. no, you actually have a camera person telling Fuck you, work. pose, do yeah. this, try this, rah, yeah. rah, yeah. And yes, you're looking at each other all lovingly, but you're also like, oh my God, we just got married. You're still actually mentally processing that. And then you just get thrown into the ring of fire. Actually, I loved my wedding. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but (laughs) it is very dramatic and people don't understand. So then you walk into your reception and everyone's cheering for you. And then you sit down and all eyes are on you at all stages. And then you feel like you need to go talk to everyone. So you go and talk to everyone. You talk to your friends and you hardly spend any time with your husband or your wife at that stage. And then you might get together, obviously, for your first dance. That's beautiful. But again, you're not alone or anything like that. You don't have those little connection points. So what Chach and I did, which was I would highly recommend to anyone who's getting married or anything like that, Mm -hmm. during all of the chaos of and like amazingness, obviously, of the reception, you two just go sneak away. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say that. Sneak away, have literally just five minutes together check in with each other see how you're going and sit back and actually watch everyone enjoying themselves at your wedding because we did that and it was such a beautiful moment and I'm so glad we had that because then when you finally do have that moment together at the end of the night you are exhausted you want to get like I already had my shoes off and all that sort of stuff but you're exhausted I've got a photo of us just sitting on the bed um I had a shower he didn't because he was so exhausted he was just like I I can't do this I'm just gonna take my clothes off and just lay on the bed sort of thing yeah and so I've got a photo of us and we just look wrecked we look (laughs) shattered we haven't even had sex but it looks like it's post-sex sort of thing and we I'm pretty sure we did have sex, um, but that's it. It's like you kind of feel like you have to do it yeah. as well because it's your wedding night. You want to consummate the marriage yeah. and rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But that's so old and outdated as well because, you know, that was when people were waiting to their mar- um, like wedding day to yeah. have sex, rah, rah, rah. You don't need to do that anymore, guys. Yeah. If you are physically exhausted, just, you know, recoup that energy and have mind-blowing sex in the morning. Exactly. That's what I would recommend yes. sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah, people don't realize. Everyone thinks that then you're going to be whisked back to your yeah. wedding room yeah. and it's going to be beautiful and there'll be rose petals and, like, this is the ultimate night of just yeah. romantic sex. Sorry, no, bursting your bubbles there. Yeah. It is exhausting. Yeah. It's just exhausting. I've always thought that. And like, yeah. yeah, even like, I obviously haven't got married before, but even something like our engagement party, when you're so, like, yeah. we tried to get around to so many different groups because you yeah. obviously want to say hi to everybody, but yeah. even that exhausts you. Yeah. Like, and I'm not an outgoing person. I'm an introvert. So yeah, like, so even to so many people, yeah. my energy levels are just drained. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. the energy levels on your wedding day. 
it's it, oh my god yeah we yeah i'm braced for it that's <laughs> i feel like it's like i'm going into it because obviously like i was so involved with your day yeah um i feel like i'm kind of realistic about yeah. it yeah but that's it you don't know because people don't mm. say that people hype up wedding day yeah. sex and everything like that bless, bless you. you my dog just <laughs> sorry and yeah it's just it's crazy so even yeah getting the dress off to be able to put lingerie on to have that whole hey look at me <laughs> I Look did. at me, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm Look a, at my red eyes. <laughs> I'm an emotional wreck. My mascara's run down my face from yeah. crying all day. My yeah. hair was oh, my hair was everywhere in the first place because it rained all my raining. wedding day. So yeah. my hair was frizzy as fuck. I yeah. literally just looked disheveled. Like, <laughs> congratulations, here you go. Here's Mrs. Valzaki. And I am disheveled. This is still alive. <laughs> disheveled. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Hey, hubby, this is yeah. what you married. No take backs now sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, people need to understand that's going to be a whole other level, basically. <laughs> yes. No. And I'm, I'm very happy that you were very open about that. Yeah. So that's, I guess, a little bit about our sex lives. And... I did not know where this fucking episode was going to go. And no. I'm so sorry if I have offended anyone that I've told stories about. <laughs> or... Look, oh now I'm just God. never going to sleep in the same room as you and Jordan again. And it's completely fine. <laughs> Look, that's fair. Or <laughs> I take that. That's fair. If we sleep in the same room. No, fuck off. It's on. No, fuck off. It's on. No, then we're never sleeping in the same room again. (laughs) Nah. Nah. (laughs) We were young and fresh back then. I don't want to know it now. (laughs) Look, I'm going to put up a poll after this and I want you guys to write in and tell us your... craziest sex stories if you like public sex if you don't like public sex when have you almost been caught in the act i'm gonna have stories after this episode and i want to hear everyone's stories because we've just shared ours so i also want to give us a little did have the candle and rose petal first that would be so magical i really want to believe that someone has had that beautiful first time I really want to believe in it. I'm sure it does happen. It just didn't happen to either of us. No. (laughs) No. And yeah, it probably happens like 10% of the time. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) You're welcome, guys. This another 6 a.m. episode of wherever the fuck it takes us, really. Exactly. We at this stage, we still got episodes that we do want to like go over and topics and things like that. But at the moment, with this weather, we're just Um, literally gonna come to you with whatever's on our mind in the morning. Sex, apparently. Yeah. And if you don't like what we talk about, then give us fucking content ideas, guys. If you want us to talk about something else, tell us. Otherwise, you just get these random 6 a.m. Let's just turn the mic on and see where we go. I really feel like that's what they like, though. Yeah. We're looking at you guys and we see you. Well, Cass is looking directly in my eyes and I feel really uncomfortable right now. It's happening. Are you going to get your central voice on again? Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Thanks, everyone, for another week. Join us again next week. Like, comment, subscribe, share. Let us know where and when you even listen to our podcast because we'd love to know that sort of shit. Yes. And we'll see you again next week. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.